Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I am right there with you. That's what Freckled Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick Brown, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Pod. I hope you had a great weekend. Well, now it's Wednesday, so I hope you had a great weekend and then a good start to your week. I had a pretty wild but fun weekend. If you were following along on my Instagram, Aubrey Wood, Max, and I were at a wedding for a friend of ours and had so much fun. We also notably all shared the same hotel room, which I know is controversial. Definitely. My mom, for one, definitely thinks it's really weird. Uh, From our perspective, though, we were just kind of like when the room block came out, we're all going, let's, you know, save a buck or two by just having one room. And Max and Wood were college roommates and Aubrey and I were college roommates. So it's kind of like old times. And guess what? We just love each other and we love hanging around each other. So it was really fun. And actually, the last morning of the trip when we woke up like super tired in bed, we recorded a little Aubin Wood interview. So Max and I kind of caught up with Aubrey and Wood on how their relationship is going and what's new and just, you know, got them on the mic so you guys could get to know them a little bit better. And that's the majority of this episode. So I know you'll enjoy, but I wanted to take some time to just catch up with you, you know, a little bestie chat because we got a lot to dish about. First of all, if you saw this past weekend on Instagram, it was my papu's passing anniversary date. So On July 23rd, 23 years ago, my papu, so my mom's dad, passed away. And my mom had written a children's book. If you, fun fact, Easter egg, 
listened to the Lainey Garrick interview episode where I interviewed my mama, you might have heard us reference this book. And it was funny because when my mom had referenced it, I had already had the needle moving to get this book republished. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I hope like she doesn't ask about the book or think about it because we hadn't like talked about it in years. But my mom was so emotional and so surprised. And I was like blown away by her reaction as well. My mom had written a children's book about her dad's passing to help my brothers and I cope with the death. And I republished the book. So it is now on sale on Amazon. It's only $12.95. All the proceeds go to The Hidden Opponent. So to help athletes with mental health. And it's just a great book for kids to have. And I know you guys love Lainey. So if you want to support her, go get a copy and, you know, give it to the kiddos in your life, whether they need it now or will need it later. It's just a great book to have on hand. So that was really exciting and special. On another note, I wanted to update you guys, um, spontaneous accent popping in and out. I wanted to update you guys on two personal growth things that have been really grounding me and carrying me through lots of social interactions, which social interactions are very fun. And like being around people and going to weddings or spending time with friends, like it's all great. But I have like a mild, constant, like anxiousness or uh, that's a lie. It's not constant, but in in and out so much so that I need to talk about it in therapy trap of overthinking a lot of like my interactions with others. And that stems from being a people pleaser and wanting to be liked and have a good time. And not only am I overthinking the way I interact with people and how they're thinking about me, but I'm oftentimes like really adding a lot of judgment to a situation, which also isn't the best thing to do. Here I am also judging that that is not a good thing, right? Which I'm working on. But here are the two self-growth things that I've been zoning in on recently. The first is one of the biggest and best pieces of advice I've ever gotten about people pleasing, which was from my therapist a week ago when she told me they can cope. And this statement, they can cope, has been in my mind every day when something pops up where I'm like, oh my gosh, how is this person going to feel if we don't blah, 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 blah. And I just think to myself, they can cope. For example, and this is so minor, but just goes to show how much I overthink social interactions. When Aubrey and Wood and I showed up to get onto the ferry to go to Catalina Island, because that's where the wedding was, there was this long line of people waiting to get on the ferry. And so we're walking to the very end of the line. But like five people before the end of the line, there were two friends of ours. So just naturally, you're, you make eye contact. You're like, hi, oh my gosh. You, you go over, you give a hug. And then you start talking and you join them. And all of a sudden, like you've cut the line technically. However, in the grand scheme of this long, long, long line, all you did was move a few places in the back because you knew someone like it's a difference of being absolutely last or being five from last, which is still like the very far end of this line. And that makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, these people think we cut, like we cut them, like we have to just say goodbye and go to the back of the line. And then I thought to myself, they can cope. They can cope with someone like being a human and seeing someone they know and hugging them and then getting invited to stand with them in the line and standing there. Because guess what? If I was at the end of the line and I saw this happen, I wouldn't give a shit. I would literally be like, that makes sense. They know someone like, and also we're all going to get on the ferry and we're also 
all in the back of the line. So what's the difference of me being here or five steps ahead? So that was an example of where I just called on May. They can cope. Those people can cope and they'll get through it because it's not that big of a deal. The other thing that's been helping me is trying to be aware of when I'm placing judgment on myself or the situation. And I've noticed that I do this a lot just about me. I'll be like, I'm not having enough fun. I should be more social. I should be more talkative. I need to blah, blah, blah. Like I, in my mind, make these judgments of how I am inadequate, too much, not enough, need to change in a certain moment. And I wasn't really aware of how much I did this until recently. And the whenever I have these judgments come in my mind now, which was happening a lot this weekend because I don't like to go out late. You know, on Friday night and Saturday night, Aubrey Wood and Max all went to an after party after the wedding reception. And I was like, I love you guys. Have fun. I know myself. That's not me. So I went home alone. And then the next night, everyone went out again and I was out. And then at like 1130, I was like, okay, it's my bedtime. Like this, I just, I'm sitting there in the bar, like trying to smile, trying to have a drink. But I was like, I would kill to be in my bed, warm, cozy, going to sleep. So I went home. So two nights in a row, I did that. And I love that my friends don't judge me and they don't make me feel bad. And they support that like, okay, that's how Vic is, whatever. It's all good. But I would sense myself being like, I need to do this. I should do that. And I was like, Vic, stop adding judgment. Like just be in this moment. And we're always going to experience a lot of emotions. I'm not the emotion. The moment isn't the emotion. So I was trying to catch myself when I made these judgments in my mind and then take a deep breath and kind of let them roll through me. If you want a fantastic analogy to even better visualize this, Wood shared this with us. And this is why I love hanging out with Aubrey Wood and Max. We always can get deep and have these interesting conversations. When I was talking about this, Wood was like, thoughts can be like phone calls. And just because the phone is ringing doesn't mean you have to pick up. And I loved that because I feel like every time I have a fucking thought, I'm like picking up my phone and I'm living in that thought. But hey, the phone's ringing. Like I don't have to answer it. And so that's kind of how I was trying to view these judgments. The other thing that I realized about myself is I'm always thinking about like the next thing. Like on Saturday, this was really fun. The wedding we were at got married on a Friday and then had a big party at the beach on Saturday all day long, which was awesome. And it's like, I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking, okay, we got to get to the beach. I got to get ready so we can go to the beach. And then we get to the beach and I'm like, okay, well, when are we going to have lunch? When are we going to get a drink? And then it's like, we do that. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we going to do next? Are we going to get in the water? And then we're in the water and I'm thinking, okay, well, when do we get out of the water and what do we do next? And it's like, I heard myself doing this and I was like, Vic, stop adding judgment. Stop trying to make a plan. Like just be be without expectations, without planning. Aubrey was joking that she's the opposite. She has no plan and no expectations to almost a point of it being like concerning. And I was like, no, I'm envious. I wish we could even like hybrid ourselves. So that's a little peek into my mind and what I was kind of working through this weekend and how I was trying to grow. And actually the last little thing I wanted to share with you guys in this longer intro is that I started a broadcast channel on Instagram. It's called VGB VIPs. Woo woo, cue the bubbles. And if you have joined that broadcast channel, you would have actually already learned some of this because I shared about the judgment I was putting on myself. 
But if you're not already in it, please get in it. Join, join, join. It's a super fun place where I basically treat it like a text, a text with all of you. And it's ongoing every day. You're getting like behind the scenes pictures and videos and thoughts from me and voice memos. And it's been really fun. So if you have any interest in joining my broadcast channel, you can do that on Instagram. It's called VGB VIPs. Well, it's time. We're going to get into this interview with Obs and Wood. We were laying in our beds, separate beds, you'll hear. Aubrey and Wood at their bed, Max and I at our bed. We whipped out the mics and we just kind of chatted. And honestly, Max and I were like interrogating Wood and Aubrey about their relationship because who doesn't love to do that to their best friends that are like newly dating, which honestly, they're not even newly dating anymore. They've been together for almost a year, which is shocking to me. Time has flew by. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the best part of my morning that I do every single morning without fail, and that is drink my AG1. AG1 is a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Like I said, I drink it literally every day. I've been doing that now for a few years, and I am feeling the difference. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in just one simple drinkable habit. I have mine in the morning on an empty stomach. My routine is ice cold water from the fridge. I pour that in the AG1 shaker that you will get with your first purchase if you order at drinkag1.com slash realpod. And then also out of the fridge, I take out my AG1 big pouch and then I use the scooper and I get one scoop of AG1. I put that on top of the water, pro tip to do the water and then the AG1 just because then it's, uh, I think it shakes better and then shake, shake, shake and you are good to go. And also, it being cold is a hack I just discovered. I used to use like room temp water because our water wasn't in the fridge. And I love when my AG1 is just like nicely refreshing. And with just that one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. Also, AG1 is delivered monthly, so you don't have to think about it. And I also get the travel pack so I don't ever miss a day. So it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash realpod. That's drinkag1.com slash realpod. Without further ado, drum roll, please, for my best friend and Max's best friend, Obs and Wood. Welcome to the pod. We are in bed. <laughs> not in the same one. Not all in the same bed. It's not like <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They will never know. <laughs> no, Max, they will know because I just took a video of how the setup is up. They will never know. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Grandparents. <laughs> it's, like it's my dream. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you both on the podcast because everyone has just wanted to hear from you. You know, how the little love story. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's crazy. They have built this little brand. <laughs> Wait, we always joke that we're Vic's fifth content pillar. <laughs> you are, and I love it. So you have to stay together. I was saying earlier, I was like, why do you want us on the podcast? Literally, who gives a shit? <laughs> People do. I, I do. So just want to check in. I'm not going to recap your love story because that's on Instagram. You know, we did that. Well, I did that. But you guys can <laughs> find that video and I will make sure it's prevalent before this episode. And we're going to dive into the present moment. So how long has it been? I just want to say I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. So this is amazing. <laughs> How long, how long have we been dating? Is that the question? Yeah, it is. 11 months? 
10 months? Yeah, 10 or 11. Yeah. We're moving in together. We are. I know. That's so exciting. <laughs> Tell us about that decision because Wood's making a, a, a statual move. Statual? Is that, within, is, that with, <laughs> is that within state? Is that what that means? <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of coined the term. Yeah. I'm moving up to San Francisco, staying in state. I don't know if that's statual. <laughs> But I'm super excited. Luckily, my job is flexible enough where I can figure out a remote situation and wanted to start in a new city with the girl I love. Aww. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> We'd all say it's the real deal, right? We would it's, say it's the real deal. It's the real deal, real pod. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so your guys' love story took a new step at our wedding last year. But what happened if that wedding never happened? Wait. You, Max asked me this last night. He's like, what happened if like... Aubrey was staying at a different hotel or Aubrey Aubrey's brother, you know, cut his arm open and had to go to the hospital or something just random that like would you guys have Do you know what's unhinged is I was a maid of honor at this wedding and I did not get a hotel room because I was certain I was gonna end up in Wood's room. Or or mine. Savage. No, on the on the wedding night I wasn't gonna pull a laney and <laughs> <laughs> No, but I guess okay, yeah, I guess Aubrey knew she bag. would end up in Yeah. She was she was good. Wood was sharing a room too. So that was like kind of a bold move on my part to just not get a hotel room. Yeah. I, Would uh, you guys have kept like texting? And- we always said we were like we had a year to make this happen and it was on your guys timeline cuz we weren't in the same city. We only saw each other for your guys wedding events. Yeah. And, and your like- birthday. Yeah. It's like we had a little bit of a timeline but I think something would have worked out like we would have figured it out. We would have figured it out. Yeah. All that stuff's wild though. It's like things are meant to be. And like, I feel like with love, especially, Cubby always has this saying. She says, like, men are like avocados. Avocado theory. And Aubrey's allergic to them. (laughs) (laughs) To men, not avocado. (laughs) Cubby's theory is basically just like timing is super important. And I don't know, like, maybe something at the wedding, like, there's love in the air. Wood slays his rehearsal dinner toast. I mean, hold for applause. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He was just, he killed it. And then my mom told you, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. No, it was crazy. I literally was talking to Wood at the pool and Lainey, he walks away and Lainey comes over to me and goes, Obzi, wake up. We have a list of people to thank for our relationship and Lainey is on that list. <laughs> because of that moment. Because yeah. of that moment. I like snapped into reality and I was like, what am I doing? Lainey always knows. Wait, what'd she follow up with? <laughs> she was like... Why don't you let yourself be happy? And I was like, I don't know, Lainey. This feels like a really heavy conversation for Friday at the pool before your daughter's wedding. <laughs> that's, that's, that's such a mic drop moment. Yeah. I like that at her daughter's wedding, she's focused and worried about Aubrey's happiness. She said during my speech, she was looking over at you. Like for Lainey to have that awareness is just adorable. You had a damn good speech. Thanks. Yeah. Check, you guys it, check it out on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> And now, I mean, the rest of our, I mean, uh, presumably, but for the first, our plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. The rest of our lives, this foursome, which is just kind of unheard of, Max and Wood were college roommates. Aubrey and I were college roommates. And now we are all roommates. Max said at this his wedding. Life. Max said his. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a little concerned when you just said foursome and then you went into that whole spiel. <laughs> Again, separate beds. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Max, stop t- touching me with your feet, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my foot. <laughs> Wait, the funniest part about 
about that is I told them I was like I only have three mics so I'm like Max isn't gonna be able to be on a mic he'll just like chime in and Wood goes but Max is so good for his one liners <laughs> yeah that's what I bring to the table <laughs> Max Max also told us before we were dating we were just talking that summer and Max was like my life would get 3% better if you guys started dating and I was like just three dude I, know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if on, I can man. lean into this if it's just so much- three Wait, like seriously though my life the trajectory of my life by you two dating it increases a notch and a notch is like three percent no. well, what would you say it's just excessive max. max is so realistic like give us 10 percent. mine increased dead ass 10 percent you're that's too much it's three, <laughs> three we love you too dude <laughs> Wait, max's voice is like actually so low right now that's sounds best. like mine that's aubrey yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are gonna be confused. They're like, "Is Wood talking or is Aubrey?" I don't. I don't know who's who. <laughs> when I met his grandma, oh, <laughs> literally, she go, met the family. Everyone. I go, was... "Hi, I'm Aubrey." She looks over me to the whole family and goes, "I love how deep her voice is." <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm like, "I'm right here." <laughs> no, she didn't. Yeah. You imagine being talked about as if you're not in the room, right? No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so insecure about my voice, and I was like, "Damn, nanny." <laughs> It's not that. It's not that low. I don't think. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> yeah, it's not that deep. <laughs> okay, so who's furnishing the apartment? How are we doing with the decor choosing? That can always bring up, you know, some early conflict. Um, what has a great eye? No, it only brought up conflict for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. My apartment's pretty much furnished, and I'm pretty particular. Yeah, it's solid. It's we don't have any issues doing this. No, not and I'm not. At all. I know this is real pod, and I'm not like I'm not lying. No issues so far. None. None. That's great. Not in our relationship, just in decor. <laughs> yeah, our relationship has issues. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, let, let's double click on that. What have been some early kinks? You know. Oh, whoa. no, whoa. not the real pod. We're talking missionary. We're talking <laughs> no. me on top of her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm well. actually not that kinky, so. <laughs> Communication was tough at first. Yeah. Long distance relationships are hard, as you guys know, regardless. And then both Aubrey and I are very. Emotional. Emotional. <laughs> emotionally aware. Emotionally, you're very emotionally intelligent, too. And it was hard to communicate over text or FaceTime or when something's off or one of us is having a bad day. It can very easily be taken out on the other and not not in a terrible way, but just mm-hmm. little jabs over text or someone reads the text the wrong way. Reading the text the wrong way. Like that was that was tough for us early. But we've we've figured out so much. We've learned a lot. And I think what what grade would you give us right now on communication? A plus. <laughs> <laughs> What's like B (laughs) minus? No, I feel like our texting tone, like we figured out that. Our texting tone. Our texting tone. Let's double click on that. (laughs) Alex has to use two emojis per text. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that makes perfect sense, though, because especially in the beginning of a relationship, both people at the root of it are just like they want to be together and see each other and like have a big hug, you know, especially when you're long distance. So everything is like acting out of this root of like, I just wish I could be with you. And that's why I'm upset. It's not you. It's the situation, you know? And it's like we did a pretty good job of being long distance, but not being long distance. 
Like, I think we've seen each other every weekend for six months, which is wild. They're, for everyone listening, they're San Fran to LA. Woods in LA and Obstacle. Yeah, San Francisco to LA. And that's actually not terrible. I honestly would have struggled so much more if we were in different time zones or. Time zones away. is tough. I don't know how you guys did that for so long. Three years? It's perfect. Yeah, Max I just think, never spoke to me. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like couples who do long distance in different time zones just never work out. You know? It's also we use the- <laughs> 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 Yeah, we're San Francisco to LA. The flight is forty five minutes, super easy. Southwest Airlines, shout out. Great prices. <laughs> Great prices. We were joking. We we're like, we're gonna have so much money when we're not flying to each other every weekend. Yeah, I th- I think we've taken this year in twenty twenty three, we've taken four or five weekends off, maybe six. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I know. And then we're we're weekends lucky. off is in the weekends you don't see each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I literally, like, I think I'm it taking was... the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a job. <laughs> He's a break. I've been able to relax for five weekends this whole year. (laughs) The other night I was thirsty and laying in bed and it was like 10 p.m. and the lights were off. And I was just like, babe. And Max was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm thirsty. (laughs) And he was like, "Okay." He was like, do you want me to go get you something to drink? I was like, yeah. And he was like, water or element? Water or element? Because that is how much I drink and love element and how consistently I make this at home. And of course I said element please. And I said the raspberry flavor because that's my favorite flavor. So what is element? Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix. It contains a science backed electrolyte ratio and electrolytes are so important because they facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. For me, I grab my element when I am done with a workout class. Sometimes I'll even put it in my water for the workout class. I also love element after long travel weeks where I'm feeling like fatigued and I'm achy. And I also grab element whenever I have a headache. I just can't get enough of element. Element is also used by everyone from NBA, NFL, and NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs, to everyday moms, dads, and athletes, and just exercise enthusiasts. Right now, Element is offering RealPod listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets for free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors. So get yours at drinkelement.com slash realpod. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash realpod. Oh, well, soon when you guys move in together, you won't have to do that anymore. And honestly, moving in together when it's the right person, like it was the max. Was it not the best thing ever? Like it was we were so happy, so excited. We were excited, but it was also an end of an era. I moved out living from living with wood. Okay, nostalgic brown. He's I like, know, I'm dear. never going to live with my boys again. I'm like, okay. End of an era. Babe, it was so fun. We had so much fun. Yeah, no, it's... We still it, do. It's clutch. Yeah, definitely. I and think about that line from your guys' vows. Like, I want to have fun forever. And I you guys know. both said it separately. I know. We just have... We do have so much fun together. And you guys have so much fun together. It's actually been fun on this trip. We, we all came out here for a wedding of a mutual friend. 
And the first day and a half, I was here alone with them because Max was coming late. And I just feel like I've got to watch your guys' little relationship. And you're so cute. And you're always giggling. And you're always Bluetooth connecting. (laughs) (laughs) My mom said that like the first time she met Wood. She was like, do you guys ever stop laughing? I was like, no, we must be so annoying to hang out with. (laughs) Which is so important. I think laughter and like comedy. What's one thing that the oh, other oh, person. Oh, sorry. Has, Hold on. Max is yeah. jumping in with a question, guys. <laughs> Smooth transition. <laughs> he tapped me on my shoulder. <laughs> he has permission. This is audio format. You have to say something to get into it. <laughs> What's one thing that the other person's like worn off on you that you is now like something you you like, enjoy, or or do? Um, don't think too hard, dude. No, no, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking about a. Please give it PG thirteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey's rubbed off on me a lot. No, I think I think I have I have learned in a major way to soften up and be gentle and be caring and just approach things with such a curious but also approachable mindset and tone of communication. I think early on, like Max calls me sauce, and. And it's because I have a little sauce. I have a little sass. I have a little like bite to me sometimes. I'm a youngest brother. It happens. <laughs> I had to stick up for myself. But especially with Aubrey and in a relationship, like just approaching things softer. For those of you that don't know me, I am so gentle. <laughs> so soft. Aubrey, like, I've never heard her yell. You guys, in 20 plus years of friendship, I've never heard her yell. No, I've yelled one time. And it was because someone threw away the max cutouts. For Vic's Bachelorette. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was literally the only time I've yelled. What about you, Aubrey? What have you learned from your stellar boyfriend? My stellar boyfriend? Yeah. He's now a Blink-182 girl. I'm True. an emo girl. I'm an emo True. girly. <laughs> Vic said it yesterday, but no one's ever called me on my shit before. I'm a better communicator now. Do you guys think that you are twin flames? I think we're twin flames. Yeah. Vic and I always blame any issue we've ever had we're like that's just twin flame it is twin flame stuff you guys are literally so similar i mean the fact that you like fell in love so fast then you didn't speak for six years and then you've fallen in love again and then this time are like slowing down and doing everything it needs to build like a healthy foundation and relationship like twin flames twin flames yeah i mean what do you guys call your soulmates you guys are soulmates. i think we're soulmates yeah but aubrey's also your soulmate yeah that's true you can have multiple soulmates but you have one twin flame I, yeah. I I always thought opposites attract, but I don't know if that's true anymore. <laughs> I know we've been to we've been lucky enough to go to four or five weddings already this year, and some of the speeches have been like, "It's truly amazing how opposites really attract." Aubrey and I are sitting there like, "Well, I don't know." <laughs> you guys are copy paste. <laughs> Literally, yeah. we're copy pasted. <laughs> how have you guys balanced? introducing this relationship into your lives from the sense of like work and like routines and what you're usually used to doing like Aubrey you're coming from years of like not having to worry or care for another person or like consider their feelings like very fiercely independent (laughs) and I think that was pretty clear early on that it was like a huge adjustment for me like my my life style was I always said that like I had no space for a boyfriend so I didn't want one and then when we started dating, like there was a huge adjustment period because like I was going out every weekend. Like I was just like, I had no regard for anyone but myself, which is just not the way to operate in a relationship. 
Aubrey was like explaining to me like something that had gone on that like you guys had a disagreement and she, it was something that like she's like I'm going out and like I didn't text and I'm like I get that like if I was dating someone and they went out and it was like a big night and like I didn't hear from like you need to check in and like now you have to like you have somebody who cares about your safety and like is totally kind of entitled to I think like the 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 check-in 100 percent, and I, I think I didn't realize that early on like it, it this sounds bad but I was like why do you care like I was like, oh, there actually is someone that cares about me and wants to make sure I got home safe. Like, I think getting, I think getting to that point in the conversation, you're, because you interrogated me, you're like, why do I need to check in? Why do I? And this isn't like, tell me every person you're with and what bar you're at, and like, it's not right. like checking in like that. It's literally just, hey, got home safe. Like, I just need that. Right. I did not understand that. Like, I, I yeah, she's I like, couldn't... you can check my location. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm like, well. <laughs> I just would love to hear from you. Like, and I miss then, you. <laughs> but what I was saying is like, it's important to get to that step in the conversation because you were truly bamboozled as to why that mattered. Yeah. And then you, you got to that spot of like, I've just never had anyone truly care that much. No. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, ow. Was Are you opening. okay? It wasn't, it wasn't her going, no, I don't want to check. It wasn't stubborn. It was just like, let's get to the root cause of this. It's... And it was, it softened me up. I was like, oh, that was so sweet <laughs> it's so true how you learned so much about yourself like through a relationship with totally someone. so it's like you're learning this person you're also learning yourself and like what you're dealing with or have never dealt with before in front of someone it's a, there's a lot of vulnerability it's very vulnerable yeah has anything surprised you at the one year mark about your relationship that let's say a year ago you thought it'd be a certain way then it's just not doesn't even have to be deep i don't even know if this answers the question but i love <laughs> morning wood <laughs> when in the morning he's hold on so... <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> he's so energetic and happy <laughs> hold on hold on let's get a let's get a clean audio take of that so you, vic can clip it up for social go <laughs> What's one of your surprises you had? I love morning wood. What does that mean? Hold on, hold on. What does that mean, Aubrey? Wood is, I'm so damn grumpy in the morning. Wood is so energetic, always in a great mood. And I remember when I came to visit him last summer, it was like 8.30 in the morning. And he's like, get up, we're going. And I was like, this is never going to work. He was like, this is just not going to work for me. But now I love it. He's so cute in the morning. He's, he's got, so cute he's in the morning. He's got so much energy. He's dancing. <laughs> he's like ripping the covers off her like, wakey, wakey. Just <laughs> literally shaking me yeah. to be in a good mood. What? What's, her, what's hers? <laughs> good morning shake. I knew this already because I know you and I knew Aubrey's college friends. And I just know Aubrey well. But she surrounds herself with the greatest people. Like it is... It is so endearing and so sweet and so representative of who she is. Like just to be hanging out with her friends and I just fit in. Like it's such a cool, such a cool vibe that everyone has and they all love Aubrey. I mean, you guys have awesome friends too. Your guys' friend group is incredible. I was telling I, I you. I don't really thing. have friends, you know? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Max, do you have anything to say to that? <laughs> We're family. <laughs> uh, 
No, but Aubrey seriously does have so many amazing friends. I said this to her yesterday when we were floating in the ocean. And I have said this to her before. I'm like, I'm like, how have you wait, what's funny about that? When we were floating in the ocean. We were. We were on a floaty in the ocean. What is that? We were on the same inner tube. Okay. Looking I, at our magic tattoos. And we were just, just saying we're so like cute. how much we love each other, whatever. And I was just like, I I don't I was like, I can't believe I'm still like you still like prefer me. Like, I'm just like, I feel like you have so many friends who are cool. Like they love to party and they like to go to three day festivals. And like, I don't know. She just never dropped me. So thanks. Vic is my soulmate. Like, but truly. isn't that funny? Because we are opposites. When they say opposites attract, that's us. We are opposites, but I feel like it serves us well. If I wasn't the opposite, you're exactly how I would be. And if you were the opposite, I'm exactly how you would be. Exactly. And I think that's why we like, Yin and yang. It, yeah, it's like not a shadow self because that's negative, but like a positive, like a glitter self. A glitter self. <laughs> yeah. A sunshine self. <laughs> Who said I love you first? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Great question. Are you going to go 2016? Are you going to go <laughs> recent? That's a great question because in 20, back in 2016, I mean, we dated for, dated is a strong word too, but we dated for Five months, four months. You guys, you love bombed for five months. Yeah, we we love love bombed bombed hard. (laughs) (laughs) We love bombed for sure. And I was walking down Fraternity Row and (laughs) this bus drives, this school bus drives by and Aubrey sticks her head out and she sees me. And she's getting back from like Fisai Frost Party or something, like something (laughs) so ridiculous, probably so hammered (laughs) and sticks her head out the window and doesn't say anything, but mouths to me. I love you. <laughs> I was like, does she know that's me or does she just do that? <laughs> so I was so confused. I don't know what happened after that. But then, Aubrey, do you remember that? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I just, I did not bring it up the next day. I was like, I'm not going to open that can of worms right now. And then fast forward six years, no speaking. And then speaking again, we're at. Yeah, again, if you check out Vic's Instagram post about our story, you'll know that I invited Aubrey to a wedding as a plus one. I got a last minute plus one. Only had one person in mind, and it was Aubrey. Brought her. We're hanging out there, having the best time. Aubrey calls Vic. Like, there's there's love in the air, for sure. And we're both feeling it, and we both know it. And there was a there was a second there where we were, like, not saying I love you. We were using code words to like represent that, but we didn't want to say it yet. <laughs> Which quick pause is wild considering you guys were like maybe or maybe not gonna like this is hook mo- up at the wedding. Like this is like two months after your wedding. A month after no, your wedding. Sooner, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say three weeks. This is like yeah. three weeks later and you guys are like about to say I love you. <laughs> like I literally was like, we can't flag, tell like Vic. I know. Down. I was like, we can't tell Vic. She's going to think we're nuts. And Max is already scarred from 2016. We're at this wedding. Drinks are flowing. She's hanging out with my friends. She's absolutely crushing it with my friends. Like I had no hesitation introducing her to people. And she's staying at a house with six other couples and two other dudes. Like it's, it's the best time. And after the wedding, we go to the after party. And, and I'm not saying this because I was that drunk. I don't remember the after party because Aubrey and I sat down and chatted the whole time. And I was we didn't like, dance. We didn't do anything. It was just like eye to eye contact, just talking. And then we get on the bus <laughs> and Aubrey's just staring at me. And I'm like, 
what? Like, I'm with all my high school friends. Like, what, what are you doing? She's just staring at me like she wants me to say something. And I'm like, what? And she goes, say it. It's like Twilight. Like, <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> and I said, I'm a vampire. <laughs> She's like, say it. You won't. And she like starts bullying me into it. And I was like, where is this coming from? And I was like, okay, fine. I love you. And she's like, thanks. <laughs> oh my God. She didn't even say it back. She didn't no. even say it back. I was like, you just pulled that I out of me. I just knew he was thinking it. I was like, just say it. Which means you were thinking it. Of course it was. Yeah. But that's Aww, what happened. That's so cute. It was like The Bachelor. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really special. Speaking of talking through the after party, I feel like that is such a relatable feeling of like someone from your past who and I think for most people for you guys it's like we're back together again this is amazing I think for other people too it's like to just have a conversation with someone you used to know so well and so deeply and you haven't spoke and it's like tell me about this tell me about that what happened with this like it's it's wild Aubrey just pulled up the snapchat the other day we had one of our first dates in San Francisco was at original Joe's shout out OJ's (laughs) it was like we were high literally we, we were, were like, our bodies, what did we take? Yeah, it was like we were euphoric. It was so wild. And it was just chat- chatting. We were across the table from each other just chatting. And we started, again, catching up about things that we hadn't talked about in six years. And my mom went through breast cancer. She came out on the other side, which is great. But she was asking about my mom. And I was talking to her about her dad and just family stuff. And we both just let loose at dinner. And we were just... It's amazing. We were just in it together. And then... <laughs> And then we wrapped up dinner and went out and partied. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, turn the table slightly. Maxwell, I feel like the people might be thinking, oh, you know, when like, and they're probably thinking this for me too, but when two of your best friends start to date and fall in love, like it's so, so amazing and life is 10% better unless, God forbid, something goes wrong. What are your thoughts? And like, I feel like we just all know you guys are like endgame. That's what I was about to say is there's no... There's no active thought of like, oh, what happens if like this goes south? Because I feel like there deep, was for you deep, early. Yeah, bad. We scared you. <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't fully commit as fast as everyone. <laughs> well, because you you knew Aubrey was doing the same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you guys feel like then that puts pressure on you if we like when we say that? No, I don't feel pressure. I haven't yeah. felt any pressure in this relationship or like At with all. the whole story and all that. And we've always said like story and you guys like yes you're so important to both of us but it's so supplemental to us like we we are the thing that is carrying this through not the story and not our best friends and obviously this helps this is awesome max i told you to stop playing footsie with me can you stop (laughs) 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 right oh oh my god so great well this has been real fun when's the next time the four of us are going to be together wednesday for what Wisconsin, Wisconsin, baby. Oh, Wisconsin! Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, you guys are no. They're gonna be listening to this this Wednesday. My parents had a lake house, have slash had in Wisconsin <laughs> because I was born in Chicago. My whole family's from Chicago, and Wisconsin is like a fun summer place. And for the past like twelve years, it's been a special house to have. But now that we're all so much older. It just doesn't make sense anymore, and it's hard to get everyone out there. So my parents recently sold it, and this is the last weekend it is there. And my parents told me I could have some friends up, and we could just kind of send it for one last hurrah 
in Wisco. So it'll be super fun. Obs and Wood are coming. We have a few other friends coming and I'm I'm hyped. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I am hyped too. I was just thinking we've Aubrey and I like obviously we've done long distance for a year now and like we had this thing where we were like we've never just seen each other in a bathing suit. What? Yeah. We've never oh, yeah. been in a body of water together. Like I feel like every couple should have that. We you were know? like five months in. I was like, I've never seen you swim, dude. <laughs> You're like, can you swim? And I was about to say that, oh, Wisco will be like the first, but this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, we were in the ocean together. This yeah. was the first time you guys saw each other in a bathing suit? No, not like in a bathing suit. Like we've been at a pool, but we've never been on the lake. Like Aubrey's big, sneaky athletic, as we call her. Thank you. Water sports, skiing. She does the whole thing. <laughs> And like hot tubs in Sun Valley and like whatever, but we've never been in a large body of water together. <laughs> I was also... She was like, "What if? What if he gets the ick? <laughs> like watching I... me, watching me egg beat under the water." <laughs> yeah, Aubrey, former water polo player. Yeah. There was also a point where I was like, "I've never seen you run." Like, isn't that wild? Like, we were dating for five months. I was like, "I've, I've never seen you run." I'm gonna run into the body of water. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna do. That's gonna be too, too much. It's it might too be, much. This might be the end of the relationship. <laughs> oh, oh my god, fun! And then after that, we'll have to come visit you guys in your new place. Yeah. Part of our decor is literally we are getting a pull-up bed just for you guys. And you know what? Worst case, we just hop in bed with you guys. True. <laughs> like we are right now. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Real pod pillow talk. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of RealPod. If this hit home or helped you in some way, send it to a friend, a teammate, roomie, share the love, share the realness. New episodes of RealPod come out every single Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To leave a rating or review of the show, head to iTunes and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Not to mention, you can stay connected with RealPod throughout the week, seeing behind the scenes info and sneak previews of upcoming guests by following the at RealPod account on Instagram. All information about today's show and guests will be linked in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. I love you guys so, so much. Let's go dominate the day. And as always, keep it real. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.